Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Girl Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. Flying solo today, CJ will be out uh, hanging, doing, you know, taking care of some things. But with that being said, also, folks, check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Getter at V, the Girl Economist. All one word, V, the Girl Economist on Getter. Uh, Rogue News on, at, Rogue, at Real Rogue News on Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever, wherever you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. The links will be in the description box. And also check us out on YouTube. We will be returning to YouTube at some point. We just need to find out an effective strategy for that. Uh, I apologize if you guys hear any uh, sort of background noise and whatnot. I'm uh, still doing some renovations here in the office. So uh, trying to get all the sound deadening stuff done. So things will be quiet. I got like pipes and whatnot running through the top, which are just quite noisy. So I apologize if you guys hear any background noise or whatnot. Uh, with that being said, um, I guess we can get into it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. Um, I want to say what's up to everybody. I see my man, Koga Pat. What's up, man? That's my man, Alan Bridge Mohan Singh. What's up, Alan? Uh, Hoba Sermon's in the house. Jay Carlu, Dilbert Novak, and Dixie. Dixie's in the house. Mac Truck Huge. Yes, Trucker Tuesday, folks. It's Trucker Tuesday. Good morning to you all. And I want to thank all of you for... Um, for joining us uh it's going to be a uh, pretty insightful all right so we all see what's happening here um you need a real dynamic microphone not a usb yeah you know what you're right about that hobo i gotta i gotta look into that thank you for letting me know man i gotta get a dynamic mic not a usb mic you're right about that i'm using uh i don't know what the hell it is i'm using if i got some way to to cut off the uh the background noise that'd be awesome but definitely bro i will google that today and to see if I can pick up a dynamic microphone, not a stupid USB mic, which is uh, what I've been using for years. 
and I need to get away from that. So, I guess we can get into this. I want to start first with uh, the moron. Okay, this is uh, very interesting. I sent some ideas to you. Oh, definitely, bro. I will definitely take a look at that Discord today. And uh, take a look at that and see what the what the de- what the deal is. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely take a look at that. Oh God, there's so much work being done upstairs. It's ridiculous. All right, so let's get into this, guys. Unable to share screen. Please update permissions to allow screen share. Recording. For- what is this? What do you mean? I'm I'm unable to share screen. Oh, there it is. Unable. Oh, this is weird. Very weird. All right, whatever. Video. Anyway. Look, for some reason, it's not allowing me to do a screen share, which is very odd. I've always been able to do so, so I don't know why it's not being able to do that right now. But anyway, there's a lot of things swirling. Let's just touch base on the whole Joe Rogan thing. Um, Bunch of nonsense. Bunch of nonsense. When you got a bunch of bloodthirsty sharks, and the, the 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 thing that you need to understand about the le- the left, the far left, is they are vicious animals. Because they themselves have no morality, they themselves have no ethics, they themselves have no capacity for rational thought and logic. Therefore, they are able to fight in the dirt, the likes of which no one has seen before. Because the thing to the far left is this: the end always justifies the means. The end always justifies the means. There's no rationality to how costly the means is or the end is. There's no you know, rationality to how many people will be hurt by the end of this whole entire thing. There's no rationality to any of that. What is most important to them is to keep the narration or to keep the narrative going, to keep the mission always moving forward. And we've seen recently with Joe Rogan where you have the shark circling him at Spotify. Spotify has, I think, deleted over 113 episodes, 115 episodes and counting. It's uh, it's gone past the point of ridiculous. Rumble has offered Joe Rogan $100 million to jump ship. Okay, $100 million over a four-year term. I think it would be wise for Rogan to start looking at those other options. Because here's the thing here. I think Jordan Peterson made a wonderful comment. It's not that Rogan is on Spotify. It's that Spotify is on Rogan. He can go anywhere and have a, and have the same audience base that he has, has the same downloads that he has, because already his program is just not exclusive to, to Spotify. If I, want, if I wanted to listen to Rogan, I could find him on Apple iTunes. I mean, iTunes Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, uh, Shoutcast, or, or you name the podcasting app, you could find him. Okay, him jumping to Rumble, and Rumble says it will be censorship free, guaranteed. That would be a smart thing for him to do. And then you have the the idiot left, like these morons, like today. You have Spotify CEO Daniel Ek penned a memo to Spotify employees sp- uh, explaining that silencing Rogan isn't the answer. Musician extraordinaire Neil Young, the 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 the, the legend Neil Young, uh-huh. this this brain dead idiot who sold his music. If you didn't know, he sold his music to BlackRock, and you all know BlackRock's investment with Pfizer. 
we don't need to get into that, right? So Neil Young hit back with another open letter of his own, this one urging Spotify employees to quit over the platform spreading of misinformation. Folks, let me explain something to you. The fact that they're this vitriolic about the goddamn jab, the fact that they are this vitriolic about the vaccination, the fact that they are this militant, this visceral, this violent when it comes to the jab is because they know exactly what this is about. Has nothing to do with science, has nothing to do with health, has nothing to do with the well-being of society. It is everything to do with power. You all know this. It has everything to do with power. They understand that they cannot keep the lid on the massive amounts of data that are coming in right now as we speak. Athletes dropping dead globally from heart attacks. Kids that have literally almost died in playgrounds. Recently, there was news out of the UK. A 10-year-old boy literally had a heart attack in the playground. And thank God they were able to revive him in the ambulance. And the father saying, you know, I'm starting to think it was the vaccination. No shit, Sherlock. Do you think? Do you think? Of course it's the vaccination. We know that right now the Journal of American Medicine, JAMA, okay, the Journal of American Medicine has just put out a report that the massive spike that is now a direct link to COVID vaccines from the Journal of American Medicine, JAMA, the prestigious medical journal, has already put out that there is a serious link between myocarditis and the COVID-19 vaccinations. You cannot argue that fact. You cannot argue the fact that right now tens of millions of people in this country alone are affected. Millions of people are experiencing side effects. And those things range from a rash to straight-up neurological dysfunction and or worse. And about those kids that are getting myocarditis, folks, let me explain something to you. Once you damage and or scar cardiac tissue, it is non-repairable. It is a miracle if the heart can absolutely heal back to 100%. So when you have this blowhard, whether it is Neil Young or whether if it's his left-wing wife out there shilling like they have some sort of relevance, like they have some sort of platform, Idiots like Neil Young and India Ari. I mean, who are these has-beens? Jo- Joni Mitchell? Like, who cares? Out there penning letters to the employees of Spotify. Go ahead and quit your job. Don't be part of a platform that's spreading misinformation. Folks, you know that we are near the cusp. All the while, they're urging Americans to withdraw their money from the biggest U.S. banks over their financing of fossil fuels. I mean, these people are idiots. That's how brain-dead these morons are. They've done enough acid and drugs that their brains don't even think anymore. Furthermore, in his statement, Neil Young criticized Spotify CEO Daniel Eck, insisting that he was the problem. Speaking to Spotify employees, Young said, I say Daniel Eck is your big problem, not Joe Rogan. Get out of that place before it eats up your soul. Like This is a guy who sold his music for $150 million to BlackRock. One of the most nascent 
nefarious investment organizations in Wall Street. I can, I can go on and on about BlackRock and its dealings in land grabs in Southeast Asia and so on and so forth. I can talk to you for over and uh, all the financial chicanery that has occurred between BlackRock and investments overseas. I can go on and on and on. BlackRock's in, involvement in the whole Malaysia 1MBD scandal, that Goldman is in, in, implicated in BlackRock's involvement in as well. That's not talked about. This guy who sold his music, Rocking in the Free World. To BlackRock for $150 million. This guy's talking about eating soul. Get out of there before it eats your soul. The only goal st- stated by Eck are numbers, not art, not creativity. Like, this guy really gives a rat's rear end. This has been washed out, brain-dead, rotted, fetid piece of garbage. Neil Young is worried about art and creativity. He's also encouraged musicians and other artists to take their content elsewhere. We're asking consumers to find something better to support with their monthly checks. To the musicians and creators of this world, I say this, you must be able to find a better place in Spotify to be home of your art. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This only falls on the ears of, of, of the idiots that grew up listening to this moron and loving his work and thinking he's great. He's not. But I thank God that people are starting to see through the problem. People aren't understanding that, hey, you know what? These guys are not revolutionaries. These guys are not rebels. Neil Young, brought to you by Pfizer. Neil Young, brought to you by BlackRock. Bunch of morons, man. Absolute bunch of morons. Because they know what's happening. Every day that falls off the calendar, every day my prediction back in November of 2021 starts coming true. That by spring of 2022, this whole... COVID nonsense is going to be shelved. And it's starting to look that way. Every day, more and more countries are getting rid of mandates. Every day, more and more countries are moving towards at-home treatments. Other pharmaceutical companies are all of a sudden moving with at-home treatments for COVID. Different vaccines that are non-mRNA-based are in the approval process and they're being fast-tracked. There's a major sell-off coming of Pfizer. Moderna's already getting smoked. All of this is a background. And they're trying to pull off that war. Right? Remember I told you, they're, they're going to try very hard to pull off a limited shooting war because they think they can control it. Remember I told you yesterday, folks, these people think they can contain a shooting war. They literally think that they got Russia and China backed up against the wall. And they know that Ukraine, they, they, they're, they're so stupid, they think that, that uh, uh, you know, the operations in Ukraine has Russia over a barrel. Nothing could be further from the truth. Russia's not over a barrel. Russia's not out of time. Russia's not out of options. And these idiots who are in Washington, D.C., who, who are circle-jerking themselves, trying to convince you, the American people, that this is a gas station masquerading as a country, that this is a country that has a, a, an economy the size of New York City. Well, this country that's masquerading as a gas station or a gas station masquerading as a country, and this country that has the size of an economy the size of New York City, well, the other day, one of the largest, Europe, one of the largest economies in the world, the French economy, and the president of France, went over to Moscow to meet and sit down with Putin. Like, how do you explain that? 
Hello? What? I I'm live. What's up, babe? Okay. Um, just take a picture of it, please. And uh, I'll look at it later. Sorry about that, folks. I'm back. Uh, anyway, uh, handle a call. So, anyway. Um, yeah, so the French president, Macron, is meeting with Putin. Emmanuel Macron has claimed a breakthrough in the tense standoff between Russia and Ukraine, taking credit after supposedly obtaining guarantees from his Russian counterpart, Vladimir Putin, that the situation will not escalate further following a crunch summit between the two heads of state. Speaking to journalists in Kiev, ahead of the talks with the Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky on Tuesday, Macron claimed that he has secured what he sees as a pledge from Moscow on the matter. I obtained that there will be no degradation nor escalation, he said. My aim was to freeze the game to prevent an escalation and open new perspectives. This objective is fulfilled for me. The French president stressed the importance of dialogue with Russia, insisting that it is the sole way of ensuring security and stability in Europe. Meanwhile, Putin hinted that it was possible to move forward on a number of proposals put forward by Macron that could help to reduce tensions around Ukraine. However, responding later the same day, Kremlin Press Secretary Dmitry Peskov denied that the deal of any kind had been formalized at the summit. So let's put it this, this way. Nobody benefits from a limited war, and Washington, D.C. is absolutely delusional for thinking that they can have some sort of a limited conflict that they can control, that they can contain, and it'll work out to what the plans are, that, that, that all of a sudden Russia's back will be broken, that they're a poor country, and their back will be broken, and they'll come on their knees begging for the U.S., and and they'll have their color revolution, and they'll overthrow Putin. I mean, these people are nuts. And how else do you expect them to believe? I mean, you all seen yesterday the video that I played of Ned Price. An absolute moron. Somebody with zero, zero geostrategic geopolitical experience. A moron. Another circle jerker. In fact, he's not even a circle jerker. He's probably the fluffer in the circle jerk. That is Ned Price. Earlier in January, Macron began his country's presidency of the EU by calling for a new European order, free of threats, coercion, and spheres of influence. What does he mean by that? Folks, remember what I told uh, you know, the yesterday show, we, we, we had a combined show between us, and we had Harley come in and whatnot. Remember what I said yesterday. There is a bone that Macron and the French want to pick with the U.S. and the U.K., especially with that deal with AUKUS, the entire submarine deal to Australia. There's a bone to pick. Macron understands that, listen, you know, the idea of cutting off and sanctioning Russia is not something that's going to work out well for France and Europe in general. So Europe, the EU, is, is, is under two influences. You have the Eurocrats, which are pro-European and whatnot, and their ideals for a European superstate utopia versus the influence from the Anglo-American sphere. And the Anglo-American sphere 
is the one that are p- pulling the strings in order to get into a shooting war that will destabilize the entire country. There is no way any sort of war will work out, will work out to anyone's influence, anyone's benefit. Excuse me. It's not going to work for Germany. It's not going to work for France. Early in January, Macron began his country's presidency of the EU by calling for a new European order, free of threats, coercion, and serious movement. What does he mean by that? In other words, a place that doesn't have U.S. involvement, folks. Folks, you have to understand, the greater play for Washington, D.C. is to destabilize Europe. The greater play right now for Exceptional Stand, why is Exceptional Stand right now fanning the flames of a Ukrainian conflict? Why are they doing that? A Ukrainian conflict doesn't benefit Europe. It benefits only the United States. They're willing to detonate their own allies, to burn the house of their own allies in order that their allies will continue to become and stay as vassals to Washington, D.C. That is the only reason why. So for Macron to be all of a sudden out there talking about a European order free of threats, coercion, and spheres of influence, folks, he's talking about a European Union free of U.S. meddling. That is what he's calling for. And there's there's a reason after he said that he flew over to Moscow. What, What do you think is happening here? Both for us and for Russia, for the sake of the security of our continent, which is indivisible, we need this dialogue. We need to talk, the French president said, adding that it should be a frank and demanding dialogue in the face of destabilizing interference and manipulation. Who's he talking about? He's talking about the United States. He's talking about the United States. Who is interfering? Who is manipulating? A country that's sitting 1,000, you know, 2,000, 3,000 miles away. That country, an ocean away, is manipulating into the involvement of the European state and has a potential to make not only the, the, you know, the destabilization, destabilization that will occur with war, but the destabilization that will occur economically. It will rock the EU market. It will, the whole plan that the, the, these deep staters, that the idiots in Washington, D.C. have is to destabilize Ukraine to a point that if a conflict with Russia occurs, the European markets will be in turmoil, the euro bonds will implode, and the U.S. will become a bondholder of the you know, of EU. The U.S. banks, like J.P. Morgan, like Goldman Sachs, like BlackRock, will be majority shareholders of European bonds, and they will forever rip away Europe, away from energy dependence on Russia and, and, and independence in general, and make Europe a permanent vassal of the United States. That's what this whole game is about is to subjugate Europe under the Anglo-American power structure. Macron has woken, up to, has woken up to that. So has leaders in Germany. So has leaders in Italy. Especially the French, who've always done their own thing. In December, Russia has, had prepared two draft proposals, one addressed to Washington, and the other addressed to NATO. One article in the documents requests that Kiev be barred from NATO membership. And NATO does not, in any, like, Ukraine does not qualify for NATO membership at all. Demographically, you know, I, I mean, with the things that are happening within Ukraine, the infighting, the war, the turmoil, 
it does not qualify. It does not even meet the categories of a quote-unquote democracy. And I use that term euphemistically here, of course. And that the bloc should refrain from military activity on the territory of the former Warsaw Pact states that were admitted after 1997 following the fall of the Soviet Union. However, Native Secretary General Jens Stolenberg, an absolute moron, who's looking to fall forward or fail forward into a new commensurate uh, uh, position in the EU Central Bank, Stolenberg has refused to compromise on the issue that the bloc deems to be its core values to meet Russia's demands. This guy's a psychopath. NATO is an obsolete thing. You don't need NATO here. You also said that Moscow has no veto on Ukraine's efforts to join the ranks. Right. Moscow does not have a veto on Ukraine's effort to join the ranks, but understand that the that Ukraine does not even meet the criteria for it to join the bloc. And will not accept a two-tier membership system that prevents it from deploying soldiers in certain areas. Dangerous talk from a man who's never been in conflict. Dangerous talk from a man who has no experience. Dangerous talk from a man with such a servile and absolutely pathetic brain. A guy like Stalinberg is somebody I would fire on day one. Should not be in, in control. He should be peeling potatoes for NATO. That's what he should be doing. The NATO potato, Jen Stalinberg, that's who he's, that's his new name, the NATO potato. An absolute moron. But Stalinberg understands where his bread is being buttered. Stalinberg receives tens of millions of dollars in cash from the United States. Stalinberg has a nice Swiss bank account filled with U.S. dollars. Stalinberg understands that a subjugated Europe with NATO at its helm is best for Stalinberg. And it's best for the oligarchs of Europe. He understands that. And this is part of the internal war. There's internal... Folks, you got to understand, there's no honor amongst thieves. The globalists are at war with the nationalists, and the globalists are at war with themselves. There is no honor amongst thieves. This is why the infighting is for the levels. Of, all the while, the populations are waking up to the schemes. The, these idiots are so busy fighting each other, they do not realize the threat that is rising in their own countries to absolutely kneecap every single one of these bastards. I'm going to cap off today's news with something very important. This, is, this caught my eye. I don't know if anybody saw this or not. And this again... Begs the question, is there a war within government? I've talked about this. Vels has talked about it. Vels detailed a lot of this stuff. I'd love for him. Maybe he'll have some, um, some details on this, but check this out. Authorities raid Michigan home of high-ranking Homeland Security office, official Vance Calendar. Listen to that. Listen to that. I mean, God, am I able to share the bloody screen here? Share. Uh, uh, please update system permissions to allow the screen recording. Uh, it's just I don't get it. Why is it not allowing me to to stream this or show the thing? I have no idea. I got to figure this out later. But anyway, okay. Anyway, 
listen to this. Authorities raided the Michigan home of a top U.S. Homeland Security Investigations official and seized several items from his residence, a neighbor said Tuesday. The raid occurred last Friday at the Royal Oak, Michigan house of Vance Callender, HSI, special agent in charge of the agency's Detroit office, who has worked in federal law enforcement for 26 years. Callender, who's 49, was appointed the top HSI agent in Michigan and Ohio in January 2020. HSI is a division of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, an agency of the Department of Homeland Security. The agents supervised by calendar enforce immigration, customs laws, and investigate criminal organizations for drug smuggling, financial crimes, human trafficking, and other activities. It was not immediately known which law enforcement agency conducted the raid on calendar's residence or the reason for it. The raid was first reported by the Detroit News. A spokesman for the FBI field office in Detroit said in an email, the search you referenced was not. Here's the kicker. You ready for this? The FBI has confirmed that this raid was not a quote-unquote FBI operation. DHS or ICE would be the appropriate agencies. An ICE spokeswoman who did not confirm that the agency carried out the raid would not discuss Calendar's job status when asked about it by CNBC. But the spokeswoman said a public servant's working for law enforcement agency, U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, ICE takes allegations of misconduct very seriously. Any allegations of misconduct are appropriate, investigated, blah, 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 so on and so forth. This is not just a, a allegation of, of, of misconduct, folks. They're, they're, they, they, they raided him. It was a pre-dawn raid. They took his computers. They took his cell phones. They took documents out of his house. This is not some regular thing. And the woke FBI didn't do this. Special agent in charge, Calendar, has been subject to speculative, unproven, and unfounded rumors. We will address uh, currently circulating allegations. The neighbors who witnessed the raid said that there were about 15 plainclothes officers who conducted the operation and that they were not wearing any identifiable logo that would reveal their affiliation. Wasn't that? Neighbor witnessed 15 plainclothes officers conduct the operation that they were not wearing any identifiable logo that would reveal their affiliation. Brooke Callender was inside the house during the raid and said that the neighbor who did not believe Vance Callender was present, noting that his vehicle had not been seen outside the home for some time. I haven't seen that for at least a month, said the neighbor who requested anonymity because they lived near the calendars. I haven't seen him since forever. Where is this guy? The neighbors said that they asked the agents why they were there, and they wouldn't tell me. They didn't say what it was about, and then they left. The neighbors said that they saw officers remove a briefcase and a manila folder. I was very surprised by the raid. I felt bad for the people that are in there. Vance Calendar's resumes include a stint as the country's attache in the U.S. Embassy in Kingston, Jamaica. At the time he held that passport, Calendar was a passenger on board the 737 aircraft that crash-landed in Kingston and broke apart on a beach in December 22nd, 2009. That's American Airlines 331, which had originated in Miami, overshot the runway amid heavy rain. The crash caused more than 40 injuries, but all 148 passengers survived. Calendar and his wife, who was not aboard the plane, were among groups of plaintiffs who in 2013 ended their federal lawsuit against the American Airlines in connection with the crash. 
His online biography also notes that before he was tapped for the post in Detroit, he was a deputy special agent in charge of HSI San Antonio, right? where he oversaw the investigation of over 200 special agents throughout Central and South Texas. Calendar previously served in various headquarters and field leadership positions along the borders and overseas, including assistant special agent in McAllen, Texas. In other words, this guy was all about, his post was about people coming in and out. Okay. That is incredible. So federal authorities, whoever these guys are, they did a raid on this guy who's a top-level Homeland Security official, and they took his portfolio. And this is a guy who's working on everything from immigration to human trafficking. This is definitely something to watch here, folks. I don't know what it means, but things like this stand out to me, and these are not normal. Now, this I mentioned to you in the background of all the other human trafficking busts and stings that have been occurring all throughout the country, all throughout the world, with the background of, of, of Ghislaine Maxwell being sentenced, which we know what that's all about, with the background of all the other inter, all the other things that have been occurring, something is going on, for sure. I don't know what it is, but it's pretty big, and I think time will tell. So that's something for all of us to file in the back of our heads and keep that folder tabbed because I think this case is going to pop up and I think there's going to be more um, raids and situations like this in and around the country. And with that being said, folks, uh, I'm at the end of the show. Uh, We'll be back today at 2 p.m. Matthew Errett will be on today at 2 p.m. I'll be back with Matt at 2 p.m. So make sure you're locked and loaded for that. And with that being said, I'm at the end of the show, and check back with us. This is V. I'm over, and I'm out.